Hey, I'm Dina. I'm Nikki. And we're your hosts for CBD Madcast. CBD Madcast is devoted to the legalization of cannabis and its impact in your community. Visit us at CannabisBeyondDope.com. Jeff, what's going on? <laughs> Not too much. I actually happened to be in Vancouver, Washington, so I decided to get us our initial interview, the beginning of the one that we recorded in Portland when we were doing the Portland Cannabis Tasting Club inside the Northwest Cannabis Club. And Nikki and I had a really fun time. We really enjoyed interviewing you. But unfortunately, the first half of the interview was all static. So we're going to record that information that we missed, and then we'll go ahead and let this be the ride into the second half. Great. I appreciate you coming back down. The static in the last woman was probably the Geigameter, the radiation detecting unit in my pocket. I'm sorry about that. Oh, man. Yeah, that would exactly have been it because whatever happened, it went away halfway through. So thank you for turning it off and letting the CIA go home. <laughs> Absolutely. So glad you came down. So, Chef, tell us who you are and give us your resume, please, because you have quite a resume and you have a really big passion and you are participating in the cannabis community through Vancouver and Portland area, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington. So give us a little bit of skinny on you. I did my first cannabis-based dinner in the mid-90s and have been a cannabis user because of my father. He had been a grower pretty much all my life and I got my first cannabis from him not him giving it to me me stealing it sorry dad just from there branched out I got jaded from the industry I got in trouble as a kid and I got caught with quite a bit of cannabis and had to do a jail sentence in Washington State I lost quite a few jobs from cannabis I got looked at cross-eyed and sideways because of cannabis use and basically because I was smoking flour and people could smell it all the time and I was in really high-end restaurants at the time and it cost me a lot, and now I think it's repaying me back. I like that. I really, really enjoy that. And I'm not like some of my nose and my mom, like, ha, 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 you told me that I'd never go anywhere with cannabis use or anything. But it really is. It's a different It's a different economic animal and a different food industry commodity now. And it's a really amazing community. People are in cannabis because they love cannabis. They need cannabis. It's helped somebody that they know, regardless of whether it's THC-based and the legal adult use or if it's it's hemp CBD that's made from a quality company. I think that those are the community members that we really do connect with, aren't they? Yeah, and I think that's vitally important too, Dana, because we were in an outlaw aspect of everything for a long time. So no regulations, no standardization. And with legalization comes standardization, comes labs, comes everything's getting in order just like it did our food over the past 40, 50, 60 years. You're going to start seeing it as that edible commodity and hopefully people will start using it in a clean way and realizing that not just edible candies and caramels and brownies, but juiced a whole full spectrum cannabis in people's diets, raw in salads and cooked in products mixed with grains and just really utilized as an edible commodity that's not known as a superfood but is really a good answer to a lot of things. I agree with you there and I was just telling a gentleman yesterday who was inquiring about hemp based product and I was saying that what I like about cannabis is that it's the gas pedal and it starts all the behaviors that we are in need of when we exist. So it's super interesting and I was just talking to a lady at hemp which is 
a cannabis market. It's just in the city downtown next to the relevant coffee shop. One of the gals there, Morgan, was telling me that there was just a law passed for all 50 states to be able to have the university study hemp or study cannabis, which is huge, right? So now the research is off the charts. And one of the things they found in just two years is that we're cannabinoid deficient. That's what I like to hear. And then we have statistics that say that Oregon's growing more than they can use and California's busting more illegal operations than they have legal operations. Oh, I saw an ad the other day on that some government is looking for somebody to burn a thousand pounds an hour for several months straight. That's 12,000 pounds a day. I'm where is this coming from? So if they're burning it, it could be tested. It could be utilized. It could be, I mean, why burn it if it, it's tested and comes out clean, pesticide clean? If it does, and why not burn... donate it to our vets who need it? Why not help That's people with what PTSD? I'm talking about. Why not be able to, like you say, get it into labs and find out more about it? Mm-hmm. We are the same DNA strands as plants, and if they produce cannabinoids and they produce terpenes, and we've been using food terpenes for years, for I would say probably a good since the manufactured food came out, 30s, 40s, we started figuring out food terpenes, and we've got things from oranges. And lemons and they used to put real terpenes in wedge and fake flavor for lemon in your lemonade as a chef that was one of my famous quotes back in the early 90s is that i always said it's weird how we would put fake lemon in our health products on our body but yet our furniture polish was full of real lemon (laughs) i never understood that if we look at the cosmetic or perfume industry in france in the mid 1700s they were distilling things down because of aromas they called it aroma that aroma is formed from terpenes so even back then we were using terpenes we use concentrated terpenes in northern italy in balsamic vinegar the japanese use terpenes in green tea to treat people for health i mean now we're finding out cannabis with 120 terpenes is this beneficial thing And they're finding out because they're being slapped in the face with stacks of money when cannabis outsells milk, beer, alcohol, and diapers in a state, i.e. Washington State. And the statistics are there because we monitor our state. That's kind of a crazy number when you hear of a store doing $100 million and paying for maybe six to eight police officers. Yes, exactly right. And what can they give back? Because one of the things I do love about our state is that it's cash or that it's in our state. And a lot of it started out as cash. So we created a really robust community at the most micro local level that you can do. Literally community after community after community. And people realizing the beneficial impact of cannabis coming into their community are starting to fight that old archaic mindset that says cannabis is wrong. Because really... It's not. It's an agricultural product. It is now being recognized by the state of Washington as an agricultural product that will be able to get an actual Washington State organic certification. Kennesaw Farm should be one of our first ones with that. And because of Jeremy, that agenda is being pushed and those types of agendas are being pushed. And that's what we truly need because really, we have to care more so for what brung us And the earth is what got us here. And how we lived on the earth before we knew anything is how we were able to truly evolve. So there's a lot of us needing to go back to the basics and giving more of an open mind to our world and our world view. Yep, you said it. It's an agricultural crop. And when you said people like Kansas Farms are fighting right now, it's like imagine the food world 15 to 20 years ago when we were fighting to get an organic label registered. 
or just recognized and then all of a sudden when the government jumped on it they jumped on it and a farm had to pay eight thousand dollars to be a registered usda organic farm today that's one of the things that we need to recognize is this most of this cannabis is coming from a farmer whether the farmer's an LLC, an incorporation, they're a farmer, sun-grown, indoor, whatever it is. There's farm aspects, there's horticulture, there's all these different... Science, my man, science. It's so new to me, I'm amazed every day. At the every things. day. Yeah. Everything is brand new. Nothing has ever been charted in these territories ever, yep. ever, ever. And I hope it leads us back to better food consumption as well and higher standards for everything we grow on the ground and knowing how much it matters what we put into our earth. Some of us really care, and I think that's where the craft cannabis industry is. That's where the clean folks like Fairwinds and Blazing 502 up in Bellingham have these really no metal tests. They're, I'm more all for it. I love labels that show a turp profile now, and the costs are really in check I believe in areas like Vancouver, Washington on a product when I know that they pay three dollars a gram for it and I know the I know both ends of it as a consumer and as a producer I think it's really fair where I'm at fair hasn't hit Portland Oregon or Oregon yet but give it time well they also have to understand like we went through our trials and tribulations the way we set up things with medical that vertical integration isn't your best option no, that's gonna right. cause you some problems <laughs> yes 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 absolutely you know we really both share a lot of passions which is great and I think it's very interesting as well about how the interview had that particular issue with it. So it would force us to get a chance to get back together sooner than later and have a conversation again. And really, Chef, you're Chef Sebastian Carosi. Uh And what is your resume? Give us a little history about the amazing things that you do as far as your chefing side of things in life. So I've kind of slowed down being a chef. And I started (laughs) one of the really you know rigorous chef careers I guess large hotels building large hotels small mom and pop bed and breakfast a lot of small luxury hotels and country inns back east everything from a small 12-room hotel to a 66 million dollar ski resort that did nine million dollars a season four or five months worth of snow and I transitioned more into being in the forefront of farm to fork, the farm to fork movement and being in the DC area and up and down the Eastern seaboard, Western seaboard. It gave me a pulpit to stand on, to be able to talk to people about things. So it was hard for me to get out of a kitchen, but about eight years ago, I transitioned out of a kitchen and started attending bar, owned a few bars and did not like to be up serving people alcohol and then watching them go home at two, three o'clock in the morning, just really lit. Not being able to make the right decisions in a vehicle, if, if you know what I mean. I just yeah. didn't, I didn't feel right. And I was in the good part of the Portland craft distillery and craft cocktail movement. And I was on the Vancouver side, but uh, and then I just started helping companies develop products for their I-502s, their gummies their pebbles, their drops, their pressed mint candies, all of that. And then people started realizing that the market for cannabis edibles was more than candy. And now we're transitioning over to pestos and hummuses and and containers, salad dressings. I'm trying to do a line of sugar-free candies, like a cold brew coffee, hard candy, some pressed candies not being sugar 
I'm also a wild crafter, so I want to marry some of those aspects into it. Um, there's a lot of wild botanicals around here that can be used in a way and hopefully for salves and things like that utilizing cannabis and cbd i can can make an impact in the market i'm not trying to make money i realized a long time ago that there's not a million dollars to be made in cannabis we just everybody still thinks there is <laughs> they will we have 30 states to open up so they'll think that like every, every... state will think that and yeah. it's all a small yeah. business struggling to have a small business become a working yeah. business and that's all it ever will be and as amazing as the product is don't get me wrong the physical aspects of business is the same. Yep, and I like this small craft. You can't really smell cannabis in a store in Washington, but you can go over to Oregon. Oregon, you can buy seeds, you can buy clones. So the craft aspect of it is there. Most all the stores have their own proprietary strains and blends, and that's another thing that I think is kind of getting out of control. As we talk about food and genetic modification, and we look at realistic land races of cannabis, and then we start listing and looking at the leafly as 8,000 strains listed right now. So my aspect of things, I always challenged other chefs to be able to name seven different kinds of carrots, even five different kinds of carrots, even five different kinds of apples. And I mean, not the ones you find in a grocery store, but real ones, apples like Vartanian lightning or Esipus Spitzenberg or something like that. And just knowing carrots and heritage just... varieties, right? Heirloom. Yeah, but we, they were just varieties back then they were well you know, now they have that title yeah. so that's where people because again everything has been homogenized in our you're food so production right. that's one of the things i actually like about portland and you're saying about the craft community and i was thinking in my head the state's craft laws by the people who live there and you can mm -hmm. tell the difference of those places by the laws that are crafted yeah in washington they want everything to be tight and sealed and all of that presence and having that look in in control and Portland understands that people can help themselves yeah. a little bit more and want to, which is also the difference. Totally. So, you know, California, they've always been a Wild West, haven't they? Yeah, they have. And I don't think they're going to want to change that all too soon. No. 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 So, yeah, that's a beauty of the of seeing something unfold before our eyes and getting a chance to be involved to talk about it, too. And you're right on the forefront of that and making helping to make those better decisions. That's great. Well, thanks for coming on, Chef. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me a second time. Absolutely. And then what we're going to do is slide into the second portion of our interview, and it may pick up in a little bit of an odd place, but I'll try to do my best to integrate it well. I know it'll sound good. <laughs> For Washington, we're I-502. Yeah, like so, I-502, oh, like Tier 1, is who I work for right now. I work for a, a Tier 1 who I just got started with up in Tacoma. I'm getting ready to blast the products onto the market. It's surrounded by... Yeah, actually, it's multiple tiers. We're surrounded by 17 growers. It's really sanctioned heavily by the city. So it's like right now we have six contracts that we're producing 1,000 grams for each contract, so 6,000 grams at minimum right now. Yeah. And that's that's crude, but that's also to feed three kitchens that I just built and am building. I've been buying equipment over the past few days. The name of the company is Emerald City Organics. It's ran by Emerald City Gardens. We're gonna attack the cannabis industry and edibles a little different. You know, when people say all natural and all natural this, we're gonna do it. We're gonna make several sugar-free pressed candies. We're gonna make. And I say I know I say candy, and it's hard right now. But this this industry in this state is two years old. Okay. Well, and you have to have a category <laughs> people understand that's gonna fit in. So you say a candy or a gummy, but then you can also yeah. make one that's extraordinarily healthy. 
Yeah, we're going to do a honey-based gummy, and our hard candy is going to be out of cold brew coffee because nobody's making a cold brew coffee hard candy right now. Maple is the other thing. I'm from New England, so maple is a huge thing for me. That'd be nice. Yeah, but we actually, being that we're wild crafters and foragers by nature, we make sun syrups out of Doug fir ponderosa pine so i'm gonna add a different element to the candy you go to a dispensary right now in washington state and you get a the cheapest box of candy is 15 dollars. and the reason why it sells is not because the candy is good it's because it's 15 dollars, 100 milligrams and they're drop swirls i forget pebbles or something they're called and then hey the company's good don't get me wrong and they're at 15 bucks but i'm sorry but in six months i'm coming in at 10 dollars. jolly rancher style square one centimeter cubes 10 milligrams a piece, yeah. small packaging, eco-friendly packaging. That's the thing that the cannabis industry is not jumping on right now. Yep. That's they're, super important. They're making all this damn money, but they're not spending the money where it needs to be yeah. spent. Yeah, for it's, that infrastructure. That's amazing. Yeah, that's going to be so great. As I work in a retail store in Washington right now, so I am our edibles buyer, actually. Oh, sick. I can see the trends that you have obviously picked up on and created a business <coughs> solution for. So yeah, so I, I look at people like Coda out of Colorado that jumped into a facility that now is in LA that now you know when you watch the Oscars here in the next few you know what's going to be in their bag well they said yeah. that they Coda had a hundred and twenty thousand dollar gift bag giveaways and it carried a chocolate this year in Coda, it chocolate it carried the chocolate. infused ones yeah yes this year it happened yeah. you, you don't have to be snoop to get the Oscars this year no nope. that was really exciting yeah. that happened this year that's huge for us. Yeah. Last you know? night. Yeah. Two nights yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Two nights ago. That's huge yeah. for us. Yeah. So for me, I want to go that route. Chocolate. Not going to use guitar no. or anything, but... Real quick, what about the shape and square of the Jolly Rancher? I remember when it first came out that it couldn't have that shape because it's too much reminiscent for children, and that was a so big LCB issue. If you look... Right now, where our shapes are not drastically uh, taken on, unless you're going to take on something that's in the shape of a bear or a pear or something like that. If you stay to the, your square shapes, yeah, square you shape. stay to Jolly Ranchers, you stay to your rectangle, if you fall under the 12 color guidelines that they just put out, you're fine. But I remember specifically that Pebbles was the shape of Pebbles because that was the issue going in in the first place. So they that did. ended up being they wax. They pulled everything. They attacked everything. They probably harassed her when she was a buyer about what product she had on her shelves. But they have relaxed it right now. Everything is fine if you do not put an Astro Baby on your package. Oh, sure. If it's not geared towards a child and you follow the 12 colors, there's a 12 color guideline. And that's really what they want because the colors that are child, exactly. if you put a mango on there... Well, I have honey is going to be my number one ingredient, right? right. Honey's its own color. It falls under yeah. their guidelines automatically. Yeah, because and you I'm don't want something nothing. with fake colors anyway no, because man. those are problematic. Yeah. I haven't smoked a pen with clear, and I will never smoke clear in my entire life. If you take a plant and you put it in and you <laughs> in a rotovape and you're putting it into these temperatures under pressure, you're drawing out everything that they're saying is good. Every terpene is leaving it. 312 yeah. degrees, 317 degrees, 321 degrees, 300, all the way to 371 degrees before all you got left is CBD and THC. Well, that's there's no good in that. I, the terpenes, the entourage effect, Dr. Ethan Russo said something 1961 for a damn reason. He said that without one, one is not good they have to be together the entourage effect and there's so many things that we don't even know it sucks to me right now you operate a store here's yep. my gripe that I have right now and I got people all over this industry and have for years mm -hmm. all levels yeah. I have a 65 year old lady going in to wean herself off of opioids she goes into a bud tender and asks this 21 year old kid with a 16 year old mentality what the best medicine is and he says lady you need this fire over here Yeah. and tries to sell her some bud when they have a whole edible section yeah. she doesn't want to smoke she's already got the stigma of marijuana attached to things you're lucky yeah. she's in the store Yeah. 
if we could get that whole sector of people off of opioids, do you know what would happen? Yeah. Oh, man, she would be so amazing. The, she would feel so much would better. Be so, yeah, the impact would be so huge. And I will tell you that the, the owners of the store that I work for, they owned a medical collective in uh, Tacoma beforehand called Ancient Medicine. And the medical mentality... Do they know Chad and Sky from... Emerald City Organics? Probably. I'm, I'm sure. probably going sure because yeah. they got their start. And yeah. Their license was pulled on medical and then they just switched yeah. over. Yeah, I'm sure that they go that they go back together. When you said Tacoma, I was imagining that we'll we'll cross each other's paths Absolutely. again sometime soon. At this point, other stores do send people to Emerald Leaves for medical consultation for yeah. a conversation that is geared towards needs rather than wants right well there's the, part of the moral the, the moral aspect of the people that own these dispensaries is that they don't require anything for a bud tender but let's be clear they're not dispensaries anymore they're retail they're, establishments and that's yes, a huge difference absolutely right so it is that's on the consumer yes. now yes. to yes. know that there are stores that are better like emerald leaves which is why word of mouth is so big absolutely. versus another one that's just in a retail environment yeah. so that's something that is a growing awareness which i like and yes. it's okay because those who want to focus on the medical side do and those who want to get people in and out and get them fire Washington now five years in people want to know about cannabis more I would say now you know 25 to 50 percent of consumers that come in are interested in a conversation about cannabis as opposed to just wanting to be told what to get, to get. and yeah. there is still that as well yeah. some people just want to be told what to get and that's fine but but now now five years you know we're five years into yeah. retail where everyone has access more and more people want to know but are like, why are is the cannabis not being tested for pesticides? Yeah, we're but having, and we're having those twenty one year olds and asking that. Pyrethrum and Azimax are should not be a level that's put on a package that's smokable, even if it's chrysanthemum based. I come from an organic farm background. Cannabis is an agricultural crop, so even these things, when they're asking, yes, these bud tenders are asking. The problem is, is it's so few of them, but at it least is, awareness, you're right. You're right. at least you're right. awareness is coming because it's coming with it awareness, it will change it. We yeah. will. And you know what we've got this industry yeah and this industry is one of those that is so rapid it is the fastest turning industry we've ever (laughs) ever seen three months is two years so we outsold milk cigarettes firearms and tobacco in the state of Washington. Isn't that something? And you know our taxes and the level of our taxes that we have too. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And we need to start really getting our civics back in place and saying now that we've got an extra $5 billion that we've dumped back in our in our society, we need to what get are that we money doing banked with it? Too, because the money is not being banked. The money is being housed right now. We need to definitely so put a good no claw hold on it. there's no system for money to be transferred. I still have friends that take $165,000 in cash to Olympia to a warehouse. Where's my credit card machine at? Well, we want to be careful about that because if we we do do that, now all of a sudden we've got these fees and we've got that that whole credit card system that really wants to chomp at this industry. And one of the things that I want to keep it not federal for is that type of thing. If we can stay on a state level and maintain, we create our own credit card. Where's our state credit card? Where's our cannabis credit card? I'm all for that, but I don't... Where's our cannabis credit card? We can barely have people get together on, look at where we're at. So it takes us so long for, like when you had that state the, the uh, bud broker. Bud broker. Mary Go, for me, the CSA of cannabis is one of the most brilliant delivery yep. system style ideas mm-hmm. that I have 
ever heard of as a chef. We met at Canacon? Yeah, yes. that's, you, that's your boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to interview him and we ran out of time and then I had oh, texted got, him but yeah, he's going to connect again. You so he's on to. our list. Yeah. We were super yes. jazzed. And he and had a really adorable brochure for his delivery system. I just liked how simple, cartoon character, but still classy. Yeah, the bud, the, it's a bud, it's a cartoon, but it's... Yeah, I'm, it's great. Yeah. That's so funny. It's yeah, funny. you said Marigold earlier, and all of a sudden I clicked, and I said, wait a minute, I've heard that now. Well, I think it's brilliant for these people that, again, the stigma, we, we're missing a big part of the market because we have the stoner effect attached to everything. But we also have a fact that we've got a weird control in our LCB about the actual oh, execution of sending this product into everything. the community. California yeah. is able to deliver it. They can have a home delivery. Oregon is looking at being able to export, which is something Washington's not doing. So what is Oregon? We've been exporting in Oregon since that truck up in Idaho. Okay? We find it very interesting that it's not common in Oregon Thank to be you. referred to by its law, whereas in Washington, it's like everybody talks 502. Yeah. And so that is something that we've been talking about as far as communication across states. So yeah. I'm from New England as well. We're looking at expanding Cannabis Beyond Dope to New York here soon and broaching the New England area with the market up and coming and hopefully having impact because I feel like I come from good roots here in Washington and that's what this industry needs. Washington is, is by far the most friendly cannabis state in the country. Yeah. You think so? Even over Cali? Abs- absolutely. Oh, Cali. Yeah. I don't like the I don't like people breaking the law all the time in Cali and having them come down. They're having to spend so much money on what we didn't want. They're having to enforce people on the illegal operations that all the money that were sa- supposed to be gone because places like California, but it's like that with everything in California. I'm open one of my first restaurants in LA years ago and I saw the impacts of Los Angeles and the growth of Los Angeles and it's like it's funny that you say that because I right now Massachusetts and Los Angeles are the only places that are starting to issue licenses for cafes and eateries. That's it's, what I really wanted so badly. Well, that's the only thing I've been do. waiting for my entire life. But they won't do it up here. They <laughs> yeah. will not do it up here, but you can infuse alcohol into anything and that's okay. Why is that okay under the same legislative body? I saw a Fruity Pebbles IPA label in Oregon yesterday. A Fruity Pebbles IPA. In Oregon? Fruity Pebbles, the cereal. Yeah, the cereal. On the label. Yeah, exactly. But how is that not marketing the kids? Yeah, how is that not marketing the kids? Yeah. Wait a second. No, but that's everybody's okay with alcohol. We've already been okay with alcohol. Yeah. You know, everything that we've ever seen in movies is all geared to either you're going to shoot somebody or your whole day is blasted and you got to stop and have a drink. drink. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I it mean, sucks. it's going to be a long time until we see people actually stop and sit down and light up a doobie. I, I don't think so. No, it's not. They're doing it already. I watched Ocean's 8 the other day. Rihanna's smoking a blunt. She did. Like, she there, did. there is... CBD but they also the have... Yeah. No, but yeah, they yeah, also yeah, have... But there's, mul- there's multiple instances of, of cannabis What's up, smoking. I just, wanna, I just wanna say, like... But they also had to have a thing about it. Oh, she's smoking. And then it became okay instead oh. of like, oh, cool. You know? I don't know. They, I think they still had to to have the... But there will always be conversations about vices in, in movies. Like, you know, Strom except Thurman for alcohol. In, Strom Thurmond was in, in South Carolina's seat for a long time, and they used little bottles until Strom Thurmond... Do you, I remember that. They couldn't out. have anything but minis, and you'd see these people pouring four of them at a time just to make a drink, but and they couldn't then, do anything now, but minis. So there was kind of, yeah. yeah, so there's always conversations yeah. about it was alcohol. A trip. It, it can... It's gonna... It, listen, I'm so glad we're just where we're at today. Yeah. I'm not bitching about nothing. I... We can gripe about everything, but... Right, I'm just so yeah. happy where we're at today. I yeah. did this for six years.
beers illegally in a bar in Vancouver across from the courthouse. And I sweated every day. Mm-hmm. Not from work, but who was coming down on me. Yeah. But I didn't want to, and this was after I got a liquor license from being in trouble, from being busted at the Canadian border. And I got fired from a lot of jobs. I also cooked for bushes for three, four, five years. I have no political affiliation. I didn't have one political conversation with about. And the only pol- political conversation I ever had was, what do you think the lobsters are going to do this year? You know, are going to lose a lot to Canada? Or, like, I really had no political conversations Consider with them Consider the lobster. Yeah, and Walker Point is, it's Cunningham-Port, Maine. It's, people don't really think of presidential anything from Maine, but it's a, it's, it's a nice little area. I was at his house three days a week for almost three years straight. Wow. And it was a good thing for me because I was 10 years prior to that, I had just done five years for cannabis. Right. And would go to Walker Point, smoking a bowl every time. Was it can- yeah, can I ask you what was your cannabis involvement while you were uh, cooking for the bushes? <laughs> I didn't hide it. I've never hit anything, and I've been let go a lot from that. Right. Oh, you have no idea. I have a lengthy, lengthy resume. Lengthy resume. And I still, you get let go if you are, and I am and, and dining on a different level. I ran Relais Chateau places, which there are 40 in America. There's 40 Relais Chateau hotels in America with dining rooms. Select registry is, there's probably 300 select registry inns. My, my background's in small luxury hotels. A restaurant with rooms, I'm sorry, but it's nice because rooms generally start at five to 600 to 700 a night if you're in a nice place. Yeah, and, and that's then, where you need to have the food keep up and be yeah. a star along with that. Yeah. Well, it should anywhere if you're serving food and you're a chef and you're buying jelly or you're buying ketchup you're not necessarily into your craft like i would think you should be (laughs) 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 and at home i i have condiments in my fridge i also have two kids but and i don't make huge batches of ketchup we make one or two batches of ketchup we put it up when it's gone it's gone you know i used to have an 88 organic farm and then this damn casino moved in and took my water i'm not even gonna lie that casino you Pass on the way here, Alene, Elani, it looks like. Mm, the big casino is a $519 million casino that you guys hit on the right hand side coming down in Ridgefield. I had a farm up on top of the hill in the center, and that was my life. I've been retired as a chef for the past eight years. I've been a food activist, you know, a bartender, or developing bitters, or developing products for the cannabis industry. And I farmed. I did four farmers markets a week. That was my living. That's my bread and butter. And then I went That's to water so- one day and there was no water. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It was quite different. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, support your local farmers. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like Cannabis farmers, too. Yeah. And your local cannabis Anybody farmers. growing anything or feeding anybody at any level is one of the hardest jobs. I will always say that yeah. every time it comes up. It is yeah. one of the hardest jobs in the world. I took it because it was an easy job. Oh, God, did I get slapped in the face. Yeah. Yeah. You think, oh, I'll just. And you're like, oh, man. No. <laughs> There's a never-ending supply of hungry people. Yeah. And I actually had employees. I was the type of farm that I went to, like I said, for markets. You just don't come to markets around here and not have a staff that supports you. No, it's a big situation to get, bring that much produce around because you literally have to have at least two, one to three people at every market, depending on the size of the market. Yeah. And you've got to have the setups for each of the markets and you have to have people be able to get there and manage them. And people to help you at the market is not always the easiest group to get. To no, manage. oddly enough, I sold all those vegetables, but I also sold cannabis underneath the counter at all these farmers markets and you would not believe the sales. Oh, I could imagine. Three, four thousand dollars a market sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, people are hungry for this type of item and why? Because it makes their life better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
Thank you so much for inviting us here today. For our interview. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thanks for coming. We I hope you guys stick around. Yeah, Smoke I'm excited. a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited to try some food. I love that little yeah, lemon. Yeah, stick around from the food. Limonene cookie. Totally. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the tea sampling. That's yeah. going to be bomb. Curtis should be here some. And yeah, you get tea's port. I'm really good. Thank you guys. Thanks for coming down. And uh, stay with the food aspect. You know what I'm saying? Let, we need to let people know that even though we're smoking, we need to not be smoking. Yeah, that's right. Need to be There's a big market for that and, and a lot of room for that and a lot of... This podcast is sponsored by Healthy Roots Hemp Products, available nationwide through their website at healthyrootshempproducts.com. They have CBD-infused products like their Roots Run Deep Root Butter, which is great for massages, a selection of CBD tinctures for you or your pet. All of their source material for CBD is made in Oregon, and their new product is infused honey sticks from Oregon Honey Bees. For those products and many more CBD-infused items, visit their website at healthyrootshempproducts.com. Follow Cannabis Beyond Dope on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And click the like button. Check out more podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. Contact us or check out all of our content at CannabisBeyondDope.com.